This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is sponsored by Ahrefs, the SEO tool set that I use every single day. And listen in to this episode because I'm going to tell you how you can win a full year subscription over $2,000 value on this amazing tool. Check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is your host, John Jansen. My guest today is Christina Nicholson. She's a former TV reporter and anchor who is on the other side of the desk these days, helping small businesses tell their stories as the founder of Media Maven. So, Christina, thanks for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. So PR is one of those terms. I mean, I've been doing this a really long time and it's evolved greatly. The, you know, the, the role of the PR firm, the role of the PR practitioner. Um, where, in your opinion, uh, do, does PR fit into the, into the marketing mix today? I think, I think a lot of small businesses, when they think of PR, all they think of is media relations. Right. And that's usually what people reach out to a PR firm for is for the media relations aspect. And there is a lot under the PR umbrella, but that's what sticks out in people's mind is getting on TV or in newspapers or in magazines. But there really is a lot more to it than that because what happens after you earn that coverage? If somebody is going to click on that link that you earned online and go back to your website, is your website user-friendly? Is it loading fast? Do you have a way to capture leads on your website? Or if you're sending people to a brick-and-mortar store, are you ready to handle the traffic? Um, there's so much more to it than just earning the media, but earning that media is a big part of PR for sure. So uh, back in the day when I used to pitch uh, publications, there were editors and assistant editors, and there were people that were always working on stories and listening to story pitches. And Boy, most publications that are hanging around, particularly print publications, it seems like, uh, I mean, they are so short-staffed today that, you know, how do you even get on their radar? Yeah, I think the secret is to hand them everything they need on a silver platter. Yeah. Um, they are definitely overworked and underpaid, and they're doing everything. Mm -hmm. I know in my last TV market, and it was a big market. It was Market 16. It was Miami. Many days I was out there with my camera and tripod doing my own interviews, doing my own video work, editing my own stuff. And mm. people think that's just what you do in small markets, working your way up. But now, really, anybody in the media, they are doing any job just to get their job done, really. So what I tell people is to literally give the media everything they want on a silver platter. When I book a client on, um, on TV for a segment, I write the pitch. I make sure they have the lower thirds. I write the web script. I send the web script to the web editor. I send the TV script to the producer. Because when you do all of that work for them, they're not only more likely to book you because you've done the work, but they're more likely to invite you back because mm -hmm. you understand what their job is and you are helping them do their job. Yeah, I'm even seeing what I would call mainstream publications accepting photographs. <laughs> you know, it used to be, no, no, we have to shoot all of our own photos. But now video and photos, everything, they'll take everything, won't they? Yeah, they will. And that's why it's good to have that stuff. Like I always tell people, you know, before you reach out to anybody, make sure you have all of your ducks in a row and all of your eyes dotted and T's crossed. I know a lot of times 
when I was pitched as a reporter, I would, I would get something and I'd say, okay, let's do this. And I would call them and they wouldn't be ready. They needed to prepare or they needed to get this or they needed to get that. So I always advise people as soon as you hit send on that email or you pick up the phone to call, you make sure you have everything you could possibly need in order and ready to hand over because nine times out of 10, the, the early bird gets the worm. It's not necessarily the person with the best story. It's the person who can deliver the goods the quickest. So, so let's say I'm listening to this um, and I, I'm thinking, yeah, I should hire a PR person. So, so somebody comes to you and says, we want to get media coverage. I mean, what's kind of your way to prepare them to see if they have what it takes to even see if they have a story worth pitching? I mean, what, how, do you, how do you kind of go to work to make that analysis? Well, first I make sure, first I make sure that they understand they know what PR is. Yeah, get me on Oprah. Get me on Oprah. That's what it is, right? Right. Like a lot of people just don't get it. They think if they hire somebody and they want to be in Forbes, that means they're going to get in Forbes. And that's not how it works. I use the analogy of it's like going to a doctor to cure your cancer. There's no guarantee the doctor is going to do that, but he's going to use his expertise and his knowledge and what what he's done before and what's worked before to try to cure your cancer. It's the same with earning media. You can hire me and you can have these great big goals, but at the end of the day, if they don't want you and they don't like your story, they're not going to put you in their publication or on their air. So I, I do a lot of client education to make sure they understand what they're signing up for before you move forward at all. And then we talk about their goals because, you know, like you said, everybody wants Oprah. Everybody wants the big national stuff, which makes sense. Why would you not? But then you're competing with literally millions of others. So let's start with your goal. If your goal in a small town is to get people walking through your doors, Oprah may not help that much. Your local newspaper may do a better job of that than Oprah would. So I start with the goals and then I give them realistic expectations because a lot of people don't understand the industry. It is complicated and it is always changing. So I think client education is huge, especially when it comes to PR today. So a lot of people do like to, you know, they, they kind of get this wild hair and they want to get this big home run, you know, story. Uh, but, but, Truthfully, to use it as a channel, I think you have to look at it as something that you would plan, uh, that you would execute on consistently. Um, at least that's my view. So how, how do you go about kind of helping somebody create a PR plan as maybe their part of their overall marketing plan? Yeah, well, first, like I said, you always want to start with the goal. Like, do you want more business? Do you want to build your email list? Do you want people shopping online? What is your goal? And then we build out from there. I always, even if you want the big stuff, I always like to start local because you need a newsworthy story. Nobody's going to give you a free commercial. Nobody's going to promote you just to promote you, to give you business. It doesn't work that way. This is earned media, so you need to earn it. It's not easy. So I always start local because that is where you are more newsworthy because you are a local person. So you have that local tie-in. And the second thing I do is I try to put some kind of timetable on it. You don't want to pitch a story that can be done today or it could be done next month, or it could be done a year from now. You want to give a journalist a reason to do that story now, because if they don't have a reason to do it now, they're going to do other more timely stories and put you on the back burner. So I would start local and find a timely thing 
to include in the pitch. And then another thing to include is any relevance to anything that's happening locally or nationally. So, for example, um, this is a hard client to pitch, somebody who does wills and trusts, mm-hmm, like it's mm-hmm. not a very sexy topic. Right. But when Prince died, the big news was that he didn't have a will. So that's your opportunity as an attorney to pitch the media and say, hey, look, let me tell you what this means. Let me explain this to you. Let me dumb it down and tell you what what could happen here for Prince and how you could avoid this um, in your life or your family's life. So when you find some kind of relevance that's already being talked about to tie your brand into, that's another great strategy. Hey, I wanted to remind you, this episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is sponsored by Refs, and I'm giving away a full year subscription to this awesome tool that helps you grow your search traffic, research your competitors, and monitor your niche. I use this tool every single day. One of my favorite ways to use it is to learn why competitors are ranking so high and what I need to do to outrank them. There's so many great backlink tools, search tools, keyword research tools, rank tracking, all built into this tool. And that's why I love it so much. If you want to enter to win a full year of this tool, that's like $2,000 value. Go to Duct Tape Marketing Podcast and find this episode. If you're listening to this, if you're on the page, it's uh, the links are down below. Uh, but you're going to subscribe to the podcast. You are going to maybe uh, do a little tweak to get some extra bonus entries. And in a couple weeks, we will pick a winner and we'll let you know if you want a full year. So go check it out. So personal branding uh, for you know, kind of solopreneurs maybe, or even that attorney that you're talking about, it's become a very big piece of marketing. You know, what role does does PR play in your mind in trying to help people build kind of personal brand authority? I think it's always important to promote yourself as an, ind- as an expert in your industry, no matter what your brand is, whether you sell clothes, whether you work behind the scenes, because at the end of the day, people do business with people, they don't do business with businesses. So when you promote yourself as an expert in your business, that's you promoting your business. And I always tell my clients, it's not my job to promote you to the media. Because if I just kept trying to promote you, it would never work. It's my job to help the media do their job and try to bring you into that when I can. And many times, nine times out of 10, They already have their story and they just need an expert. Mm -hmm. So I need to get that expert and get them in front of the journalist's face and say, oh, you need a chef? Here, here's my chef from this restaurant I represent. Oh, you need a stylist? Here, you need a fashion expert? Here's this stylist that I represent. So when you promote yourself as an expert, eventually you do that enough and the media will come to you. You don't even need to be pitching yourself because they're going to be finding you through SEO on your website. They're going to be finding you on social media because you're always out there sharing your expertise. And that makes your job at Earning to Less publicity so much easier because you're putting yourself out there to be found. 
Yeah, I used to I used to tell people, you know, it, it it's amazing how especially in a local market, it seems like the same people get quoted all the time and and that's, you know, just that I think that's proof kind of of what you're suggesting is because I I don't you know, we already talked about they're not lazy necessarily, they're overworked and if they can find a source by reading another article of that that source is quoted in, a lot of times that's going to be an easy way for them to find a source. Yeah, I mean, I remember one story. I represented a therapist and um, my friends at the station I used to work at, they sent me a text and said, hey, we need your therapist. And 20 minutes later, I got back to them and they said, oh, we found somebody else. And I said, oh, well, how'd you find him? And they said, oh, we just Googled somebody and she was the first one that came up and we called her and she was ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I do think that it used to be we Googled for information, but I think there's a, I think there's a level of trust applied to Google results that, hey, if you're showing up on page one for a search for a state attorney or something, you know, that that almost implies a level of trust that, that you know, we don't need to know much more about you. It's so true. And it's really, it's really just SEO. That's right. But people who don't know better, they think, oh, well, you're showing up high, so you must be legit. And granted, those link facts that you earn help with SEO. Right. So there is definitely a correlation to the higher you show up in Google, the more credible you are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for sure, it's the best way to be found. So there's, there's, like I said before at the beginning, there's so many elements. It's not just pitching the media, but it's also your website and mm-hmm. SEO and social media. It all, they all work together. Yeah, and that, and that actually uh, brings up a question I was going to ask. You know, my my whole last 25 years I've spent talking about marketing as an integrated system and that really the consulting that I've done is that kind of holistic approach. It will include PR in a lot of cases, but but only because it's part of the strategy. And there's so many people that are out there doing web design as a standalone, doing SEO as a standalone, doing PR as a standalone. How does a business owner kind of reconcile that with an entire plan? Or how does even an individual practitioner get results if they're not working on the whole integrated plan? I think it's hard to track the outcome. Like, yeah, you can get results. You can get somebody on TV or in the newspaper but then what? But to what end, right? You need yeah. to be tracking what happens after that. So are they clicking to your website? You need to know how to go into your Google Analytics and read where people are coming from and how they're getting there. Because that way you can say, oh, well, we did this and look at how it works. So we need to go back and do more of this. I think a lot of times people in, in PR and marketing, they just want to throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. And then... Mm-hmm not really look at it and analyze it and see what's working and what they should be doing more of or what needs fixed. And when you do things on their own standalone like that, it's hard to see what's working and what's not working. But when you put them all together and they play off of each other and then you take the time to actually analyze it, you will build your business and grow it so much quicker because you're using all of those things together and they all tie in together. And the thing, the tricky thing about marketing is there's really not a right or wrong. It's a lot of personal preference, but when you look at data, it all goes back to data. And luckily a lot of things are online now and online, you know, Google analytics and Facebook insights, it all gives you so much data that basically tells you, yes, this was a good thing. No, that didn't work. And that's so helpful for planning your future strategies. So if 
somebody is trying to actually add a PR firm because they want that specialty. They want that person's connections, maybe even in the in the media community to be a part of the team. Um, how should they go about finding what might be considered the right fit? Um, I think referrals are huge, obviously, mm-hmm. because there are, and I've seen them, and I've been pitched by them, there are a lot of PR firms who pitch the media and they really have no idea what it's like to be in the media. Mm. They've never stepped a foot in a newsroom or they've never had a real conversation with a reporter or producer to see what their day is like. So I think referrals from people are huge. And I also think talking to the actual person who will be working your account is a big deal. Many times, People who sign on with PR firms, they're sold by the owner or whoever is in charge of the sales, and they never actually talk to the person who's going to be working their account. I worked at a firm when I got out of TV, and the owner was the one who would go out and wine and dine the business owners and make the sale, and then he'd come back to the office and he'd say, hey, we just got this client, and I told him we were going to get him here, 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 and here, so you got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, I mean, it's like, uh, okay. And then I've also seen in other firms where the same thing will happen, and then they'll turn the account over to the 20-year-old intern, mm-hmm. you know, unbeknownst to the business owner. They have no idea who's really handling their account. So you definitely need to do your homework. And another thing um, that a lot of business owners need to make sure of is that they are getting – weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly reports of what's going on. Because this is an industry where you have no control over the outcome. I could pitch you to a hundred different outlets, and if they're not interested, then that's not my fault. But you can see I am pitching you. I'm Mm -hmm. doing my job to pitch you. Or I could pitch you to no outlets, just take your money and do nothing, and tell you that I'm doing something, but I'm not sending you anything to prove it. So I think those updates of what is going on behind the scenes are very important for a business owner to see. Well, Christina, thanks for dropping by the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. Tell people where they can get a hold of you and find out more about Media Maven. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, for your listeners, I have a free book. We've been talking about standing out. So you can get my ebook for free at mediamavenandmore.com slash standout. Great, and we'll have links to that in the show notes as well. So, Christina, thanks, and hopefully we'll bump into you out there on the road. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. I wonder if you could do me a favor. Could you leave an honest review on iTunes? Your ratings and reviews really help, and I promise I read each and every one. Thanks. Thanks.